Okay. So, Unwired is back again, but I have a whole wired setup here. Um, I'm using... It's, I always started with the equipment list, but I guess well, that's what the podcast is about. Um, just talking over some of the different equipment we're testing out and whether it would be useful for you guys. Uh, today, I think last episode, I mentioned testing out the Tascam Mini Studio, and I didn't have my microphone with me. So today, I brought it, and I hooked everything up with a wire, unfortunately. And it is the Tascam Mini Studio Creator connected to... The Audio-Technica AT2035. Now, the Audio-Technica, I think I... Well, this is interesting. I started out using my um, Audio-Technica microphone. I, it was an AT model. I think I mentioned that at the very beginning. And then the microphone died in the middle of recording. You could see where it died. Well, you can hear where it died. It just went out. Bloop, went out. I uh, tried a whole lot of uh, different things. I thought, oh, maybe it's my um, phantom power. Maybe it's my cable. Uh, tried some different cables. Tried uh, switching phantom power on, off. I'm plugging it, plugging it back in. I'm um, holding the cable, jigging it around. The cable made noise, but the mic itself didn't. Uh, then I tried a couple of other microphones I have. I tried a shotgun mic, a Sonal shotgun mic I have. I tried a Sennheiser E845, and those worked fine. One's dynamic, one's um, condenser, one required phantom power, switched it on, off. Those microphones worked. Um, and now I'm using my other audio technical microphone i forgot what number it is this is a condenser microphone and phantom power works fine on it so for some odd reason that brand new uh, microphone highly rated microphone died so i had to package it up and send it back to audio technica uh, to see if i can get it repaired so we'll see what happens um so I'm going to switch this conversation. Uh, I, can, I can still do a couple of different mic tests, but I don't... Mm, I'm sort of off of that right now. So I'm going to go ahead and talk about something I did this weekend. I got a new drone in. Um, I can't show you any drone footage because this is a podcast, but I did end up getting, after some research, uh, I always suggest you do your research, um, I got the DJI Mini 3 Pro. I got the Pro for a couple of specific reasons, but I got the Pro and I got it with the RC Pro controller. That's the controller that comes with the screen. I already have a Mini 2 with the RC N1 controller. That does not have a screen, and part of the reason I did not fly that very often Part of the reason I did not have as much fun with that drone is having to hook it up to my phones. Normally, I have pretty large phones with otter cases, and those were pretty much too huge to fit in the controller. So every time I wanted to use the drone, I would have to take the phone out of the um, case, make sure it was properly charged up, then fit it in, plug the things in, bring up the app, make sure everything is okay. If a phone call came in, because it is a business phone, I'd have to put 
you know, get it out of drone mode, take the call. It became a hassle. Um, and so once I saw a friend uh, with the controller with the screen on it, oh, I was hooked. I thought long and hard about it before I purchased it because it was an additional purchase. And there are other things I'd like to uh, hold out for for the business. But getting into drones has always been a thing for me and having to use my phone. I even went out and got a different phone, but then you'd have to be within Wi-Fi because it didn't have mobile data, blah, blah, blah. It just became a hassle. So when I saw the Mini 3 Pro come out and the features that it had that the Mini 2 doesn't, oh, I was hooked. Took my time, did some research, made sure it was the right one, got it, and I'm in love with this thing. So we went out to the beach recently, and I flew it around. It was a pretty windy day, but the, the uh, Mini 3 held its own. Um, and, man, it is, it's a whole different world when you're able to just pull out the stuff, make sure the batteries are charged, get it out on the ground, and start flying. Um, the screen isn't as bright as I want it on a beach. If you're on a, a, a semi-cloudy day, you're going to be just fine. It's rated at 700 nits. I don't know of a way to measure that myself, but it's rated at 700 nits, and uh, it is absolutely just, it's fun to fly. It takes great images. Uh, it takes uh, really good pictures. Uh, the Pro above the Mini 3, I think there's some advantages to the Pro. Where the Mini 3 would be fine, but that's really much more hobbyist. I could actually use the Mini 3 Pro to, I think, better be get a better quality of video that I can sell. And I think that would be the entry level for if you wanted to make this a commercial money-making drone. And I'll get back to that a little later. One of the, the, the things, though, is, and I'm really going to have to have a podcast on this, the H.265 issue. Um, when I switched the drone to 60p, it immediately went to H.265. Um, I don't know if that's because maybe the speed of the card isn't fast enough. I don't know if that's by default. I hadn't heard anybody mention it before, so I'm going to have to do some research and find out why I defaulted to H.265. Because that is a pain in the neck codec if you're an editor. If you just want to put the file right up on YouTube, go ahead. But if you're an editor even on a relatively beefy machine. Um, it is completely choking my laptop, so I'm having to use VLC to convert it. Um, and I believed I had a pretty good laptop, uh, but DaVinci Resolve won't see H.265. You have to pay another 99 cents to download the codec from, um, from Microsoft, so I'm just using VLC and see if this will convert it to H.264 which is an easier codec to edit. Sure, it's going to be a bigger file, but for someone who does editing, I don't mind the bigger files. I have tons and tons of storage. Storage is so dirt cheap right now that investing in more storage is a, less of a problem than trying to edit H.265 files. That's where you lose so much time and the screen is so slow. It makes you want to go out and, and get a... a thousand twelve hundred dollar uh gtx 4090 card which i refuse to do i think it's overpriced but whatever um not to run off on tangents as we like to do here on unwired so 
I wanted to get into the drone just a little bit, not spend a whole lot of time talking about it, but just in terms of this is a great way to, I think, supplement your income. I was watching a video today about a gentleman who talked about um, the process. And even though I'd rather avoid the FAA test, there's no way around it. If you want to fly a drone to make money, it's a commercial drone. It doesn't matter what size. If you, if you want to fly a drone and use the footage to make money, whether it's real estate or surveying or, or just taking stock footage, you have to pass the Part 107 test. So that's what I'm going to concentrate uh, doing. Um, I might... Um, uh, I might document my journey. Uh, right now, I'm just downloading some uh, videos, some uh, learning manuals. I plan to take the practice test. What I like to do, and it really has to do with your learning style, I'm going to take the practice test, see where I really mess up, what I can't figure out, and then tailor my studies to that. Uh, because it is a lot of information to try to just get all in at once. There's a whole lot of charts. And if you're not used to um, aerial nautical navigation, you might get thrown off by a few things. Some things are simply common sense. Uh, some things you just have to study for. And it doesn't make sense for you to fail because you didn't study. Um, so that will be my, my flow will be to read up on it, go through it one time, and then do a practice test and see where I'm weak and then really shore up on those points. Now, there is a gentleman on YouTube. Uh, let me just pull this up real quick. It's Tony and Chelsea. Let me see if I have it saved here. Yes, Tony and Chelsea Northrop. They have a whole one, oh, it's almost two hours, one hour, 43 minute uh, walkthrough walk of the whole study guide. And there have been people who say it is a good view. So I'm going to take some time this week, go through that video. And, and right now, the drone is on a very big discount with the warranty. Um, you can get the extended warranty with, and it's under $1,000. Now, what a lot of people won't tell you is, even with that, you get a, a battery, you get the extended warranty, I believe it's two years, I'll verify that, and you get the, the drone and the controller. That's for under a thousand bucks. But that's not going to be the end of what you're going to have to purchase. You are going to want to get a case. You're going to want to get additional batteries. And for some strange reason, there's no charger that comes with it. So for you to charge it, you would have to have a, a pretty high-quality battery bank to plug the drone into. And, and you can, if, you're only, if you don't buy a charger, you can only uh, charge one battery at a time. Why these things don't come with chargers now is beyond me. It's an extra 50 bucks if you get it from DJI. And there's a couple of knockoff brands you can get. Some people are wary of the knockoff brands. And I have had bad experience with certain knockoff brands. but And you can't tell. So to be safe, 
you get the DJI brand. Now you can charge up multiple ones with the DJI brand of charger, but you need a fairly high charger to do that. And that's what I've been reading up on. If you have 60 watts, it'll charge up, the DJI charger will charge up the, the one that's most charged first so you can get back quickest. And then it'll charge the next, it'll, it'll charge three batteries at a time. So that would be your a good bet. Now there's another brand, uh, man, I don't have it on the computer here. It's a brand, you can pick it up on Amazon.com. Let me look it up. Mini Pro 3 Charger. Let me see if I can get this name right. It is a Hanatora. It's only a two battery charger, but what's nice about it, it's, it's a quite a bit more compact than the DJI. And it has an LCD screen that'll tell you all the statistics of the batteries you're charging, the refresh rate, whatever. And this, right today, as of today, it's only shown for 42 bucks. Now, the reason I didn't buy that one is only because that too doesn't come with an actual charger. It doesn't come with, um, it, it's the unit to charge, and then it comes with some uh, USB cables. Now there's a USB in to charge it, and that's mini. I don't know why they still have these mini USB plugs. Just put everything to USB-C for heaven's sakes. So that's mini to uh, USB-A, and then it has an out USB-A to any device. So you basically charge up the charger in your spare time, and then it charges the batteries, okay? So it has a battery, you charge it up, and it'll charge the drone batteries. I ended up getting, um, oh no, I wonder if I bought the right thing. Oh, I may have bought the wrong thing. So I ended up getting a, a multi-charger, multi-plug charger, and what that will do is charge up batteries, it'll charge up the drone controller, and it can charge up your phone, but you have to plug that into the wall. So where that, why that's different is that you have to be at a location where you have a wall outlet or you have a battery, um, a portable battery that has wall plug outlets you can charge off of. I have those things. But now I'm beginning to wonder if I've made the right decision. Because as I look through this, there are a couple of different chargers. And the concept, ah, here it is. I got an ANBE, A-N-B-E, Mini Pro 3 Multi-Battery Charger Station. And that's a one you plug into the wall. So it can plug, it can charge up batteries, multiple batteries while you're attached to a wall or 120 volts or something that can provide you enough voltage. And I'm beginning to wonder if I've made the right decision because let me take a look at this Hana Tora, H-A-N-A-T-O-R-A. -A -A. Um, and it, it's a, it has a display so it can tell you how things are being charged. 
it can charge in uh, the smaller batteries, the ones that come with the drones. It can charge the smaller batteries, which is 2,453 milliamps, in about 60 minutes. The bigger batteries, 3,850 milliamp hours, it takes 80 minutes to charge those. So what I didn't understand is whether or not this gets charged on its own and then you it's more portable to charge. Um, but that, like I said, it requires a 60 watt. So you'd have to still buy something separate, an additional 60 watt charger to charge it. So yes, this one doesn't come with a battery on its own. This model, and this is why we verify, this model does not come with a battery on its own. It only comes with a, uh, it's only a charger. So you would still have to plug it into something. So if you get something lower than a 45 watt charger, it'll only charge one battery at a time. So 45 watts and up, you can charge both batteries uh, in an hour, the smaller batteries in an hour. I hope that's not too confusing a set of information. So that's the Hanna Torah. Now, if you get the DJI model, the DJI model, which can do three batteries at one time. Let me look that up. DJI Mini Pro 3 Charger. All right. The DJI model, which sells for 50 bucks, is also, yep, it doesn't, I'm really getting frustrated at the fact that you buy this $50 charger, but it doesn't come with any cables, and it doesn't come with a power adapter. So you buy your drone, comes with batteries, but no charger. Sure, you can just plug your drone in, but while your drone is plugged in, you can't fly it. Then you buy the charger, and buying the charger by itself is useless. Yes, you might already have cables and a charger, but what if you don't? And then you have to buy specific wattage of charger. They, only, they supply a 30-watt charger for $19, but the problem with that is that takes forever to charge. And I think that's recommended. And look, now they're all out of order. The batteries are out of, um, out of stock, excuse me. Batteries are out of stock or back ordered and the the um, the chargers charger the basically the power adapter is out of stock so uh, I guess this thing is just popular but I please understand my frustration is there used to be a time you can buy something and it came with everything you needed and now these days you buy something once it gets delivered you realize you don't have what you need you still got to go out and buy other things and then you think you're paying one price Yes, the drone is on sale for under a thousand, but after you buy a carrying case, because it just comes in a box, a tiny box for the drone, the controller, then you have to buy a case, then you have to buy support stuff. Um, I went ahead and bought a silicone cover for the controller along with um, a screen protector because you don't want to get it scratched up. And because you first, you don't get any carrying case. And those propellers are very delicate, so you're going to need a carrying case. You can get them as cheap as 29 bucks and as expensive as almost 100 
Uh, I'm probably going to end up, I've heard good reviews about a particular brand, and as soon as I remember what the, <laughs> the brand name is, uh, but then you're buying these things and you have to buy so much accessories just to get it to work. You've got to factor in those prices. I'm very happy with the drone. I'm not saying anything bad about the drone itself. But I'd like to get, if I'm buying something, I'd like it to come with everything. Uh, you'll always hear me use an analogy of, of um, cars. It's like buying a car and it doesn't come with the wheels or it doesn't come with a steering wheel. So after you buy the car and it gets delivered, you have to go out and buy a steering wheel or a gas tank. Imagine that. So the price you see is not the price you end up paying. So I hope I got, I'm, I'm afraid I did not essentially get the right things there's so many different kind of charges you can get and it looks like the third-party chargers still don't come with actual power adapters so no matter what you get you'll have to get power adapters yeah the anabi doesn't have it just has lights to indicate whether something is charging as it flashes and then it's finished charging as the light stays solid I would rather get a I would rather get a device that shows me the charge rate, how well the battery is doing, and that looks like the Hanatora models are better at doing that. So it looks like I might end up sending the Anabi back and paying a little bit more to get the Hanatora. And all of these devices, I check their ratings. As I mentioned in different videos, I don't often look at the people who have good things to say. I look at the th people who have bad things to say and see, can I live with that if it doesn't function the way I need it to? Um, one guy knocked off points because the thing didn't come with a charger. Um, so that's good information to have. But he never said the thing didn't work properly. He said it worked great. He just took off points. And that's something I would do, take off points. Yeah, it looks like most of these things, even when you buy them, they still need to be plugged in to some sort of battery backup. Man. So you can get Hanatora that just does batteries. Um, and of course, it still has a USB port. So even as it is plugged in, it can charge up the controller or something else. Um, so it looks like for everyone... No matter which model you buy, which brand you buy to charge up your Mini Pro 3 batteries, you're going to be plugged into a wall at some point or at least a larger battery backup, uh, battery, a USB battery bank so that you can receive power. Mm. Well, listen, um, thanks for listening. It seems like as much as we try to be unwired, they're going to do everything within their power to keep us wired. Uh, I wonder if any of these things, I guess they can't do uh, wireless charging just because of the rate it would take. These things have much bigger batteries than phones do. Or do they have phones with 5,000 milliamp batteries? Anyway, let's, thanks for listening. Don't forget to, sh you know, share this, subscribe to Unwired. Um, 
and let us know how we can even do better. It looks like VLC has finished transcoding. So I'm going to take a look at this video I shot and then get it up on our spaceage-llc.com website uh, and our YouTube page. Um, hey, continue to look out for more of our content. Thanks for listening.